We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into another edition of the Mason Brooks Show presented by The Rogue. I'm Neil McCready. That is Ole Miss offensive lineman and uh, fantasy team owner Mason Brooks. We will talk about uh, his fantasy team and other things here momentarily. do want to tell you that we're brought to you each and every week by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylists hand-select pieces from top designers. From work to lifestyle to nightlife, there's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, so many more brands. Um, what they do is they uh, they deliver fine men's clothing. They've been doing it for more than 55 years. Their classic style, attention to detail, commitment to excellent service co- continues to make The Rogue a special place to shop. It's 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. Mason, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Man, I'm good. Um, I'm good. There's uh, I got back uh, got back from from Nashville about i guess about one o'clock you got back long time before that you guys bust back i went back to i went back to the hotel and started working on sunday stuff and got up this morning and my intention was to leave much earlier than i did and it was like now nah, you know i'm close to being done i'm just gonna keep working and then i looked up and it was after nine o'clock and i'm like ah tit for tat but it's a well, lazy sunday in nashville and the worst thing ever though so well, no i like i like nashville a lot it's a cool town i love it we lived an hour away you know when i was at WKU, we talked about it a little bit, but it was funny. We were leaving the stadium, we passed a Wendy's. Um, and it was, I used to drive Uber Eats in, in Nashville. I don't know if I told you or not, but oh, I would I park it. Uh, so, you know, uh, in the summer, just like to make ends meet, sometimes I would drive Uber Eats. And it's it was only really like worth it if I drove to Nashville, but I drive early um, and stay late so that I can make enough money um, basically to make it worth it. And I would park at that Wendy's. Um, right outside of the Vanderbilt stadium. Um, I just look in there and be like, dang, like I could play in there. And uh, so it was cool. It was kind of a full circle moment for me, but no, I used to drive Uber Eats down in Nashville and we'd hang out there a lot. So it's definitely not the worst place to be stuck in. What's the weirdest Uber Eats um, thing you ever encountered? Cause I know you never know what, what you're going to run into, right? Cause you might, you might be taking uh, Uber Eats to, to a, bunch of sorority girls just getting yeah together. and and it, and, it, and it could be some it, you could run into some characters there's some characters it's probably similar to uber except you don't have as much of an interaction i drove during the pandemic which was just kind of interesting to see like really i drove early pandemic too and then i drove the summer before that but it was interesting to see like how everyone kind of 
responded like dropping the food off it was always very like interesting to see how everyone was reacting as the pandemic kind of went on but the the best one i got <laughs> by far was <clears throat> i was driving to nashville and <laughs> this lady ordered five guys and i was about to call it a night but it was like a pretty good deal but she lived about 15 minutes out of town and so i picked it up and i waited at five guys and then you had to get through nashville traffic and then i finally got out of town i mean she lived kind of far out of nashville and i got there and uh I dropped it off and she's like yelling at me from the porch and she was like, my fries are cold. And I was like, well, you live 20, lived almost 25 minutes away from five guys. So I did the best I could. <laughs> she was like, oh, they're cold. I'm not, I'm not. I was like, you know, if you don't tip me, that's okay. I, I hold, I hold tail legally here. If you want hot fries, you could always just, you know, get up and drive to five guys and then they'd be super fresh. But I, I, I just thought it was funny how she was, so upset that her fries were cold and yet yeah, ordered food from a thir- restaurant 30 minutes away, you know, just had it delivered. So get an air fryer, get an, exactly. get an oven, warm it up. I mean, there's, there's so many, in the microwave. There's, there's so many options. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't make your fries. <laughs> so it was, that was a, that was, I got a, a hoot out of that one. So, um, all right, you guys, uh, you get a 52 to 28 win at, uh, at Vanderbilt. Um, I guess we'll start with a couple of things. Uh, first, though, the, the jumbo package. Uh, you're, yeah. You're in there on the right side. I couldn't tell if you were like the right tackle or sort of lined up as a tight end. No, I lined up at right tackle, and they put Pettis over there on the uh, left or right side at, at tight end, um, kind of in like the, like you said, the jumbo package. Put as much weight on the field as you can. I don't know if you saw the backfield. Yeah, but Katie the backfield, Hill. Puggies and Katie Hill and Gwen Sean. That's a lot of poundage coming down on you. So – I've been I've been pushing for that for a while. A lot of the guys have they love that package just because uh, get in and go. So how often do you guys work on that? Uh, we run it. We we wrap it. You know, periodically throughout the week. It's just kind of one of those things that you know the circumstance has to be right, and the circumstance was right. And we were ready to go, and we popped it in there. It was uh it was a dope dope play happening yeah. for that one. I'm guessing stuff like that's a lot of fun. All right, that when away from just not that not that the other stuff is mundane, but from the stuff that you rep and rep. Oh yeah, rep. no. When they when they run down and grab, uh, we are on, we're on different fields, you know, throughout practice. Guys are moving around. When they run down and grab JJ and KD, and they run over and they're all sweaty, and we're like, all right, jumble package, here we go, and we punch it in there. It's uh, no, it's a fun play for sure. So, um. You guys got off to a slow start. You and I were talking about this before it started. Um, it's not a slap at Vanderbilt. It's just a different environment than than what you had played in the week before against Kentucky, than what you'll play in when you go to Baton Rouge, when you go to College Station. It's just a totally different environment. You have to kind of create your own energy. And they, on the other hand, they had had a week off. They were kind of geeked up for you guys. You have a number by your name. It's a free, Like you said, you didn't say this. I'll say it. It's a free shot for them. No one expects yeah. them, no one expects them to win, and um, if they don't win, nobody's like, "Oh man, you guys suck! You didn't win." They their fans don't expect them to win either, so it it becomes an absolute free shot. And when they have a little success early, you could tell they were like, "Oh, let's let's go for it," you know. And so you you got to you guys as a team kind of had to figure, okay, how do we how do we kind of get them off the off the tracks here? Because the longer they go, the the shorter the game goes, and the shorter right. the game is, the better chance they have of pulling it off. You know, another another one of those teams that uh like you know likes to control the pace. They got a former NFL staff. Um, I don't know how much you know about their their staff, but they were 
smart. Any team that has two weeks to prepare for you is going to have some good stuff schemed up. Uh, I think it was apparent earlier that they had some stuff schemed up. Um, I love the halftime adjustments that Partridge made. Um, you know, as soon as we got in there, th- there was not a whole lot of lull. Um, it was kind of just like, okay, here we go. This is what we're doing on offense. I can hear him over there. This is what we're doing on defense. Um, you know, new half, you know, that's kind of what I was saying going into the half. And, um, you know, you, you hear about trap game, trap game this, trap game that all week. And, um, you know, you start slow and I could kind of see, you know, some of the guys were like freaking out or not really freaking out, but just kind of like, Oh, Whoa, like what's, what's going on, you know? And, <clears throat> you know, for me, and the role that I was in, you know, it was important for me to like, hey, guys, you know, we, we're liable. I mean, we throw, throw that ball to Mingo there going in the half. I'm like, dude, we're liable to do that at any point. Like, it's, it's you know, us versus us right now. You know, stop focusing on things we can't control and let's focus on, you know, the here and now. Um, and we just recollected and stayed on the gas, you know, coming out of half. And I think we really, uh, you know, showed some growth there. Um, we've had some bad second halves. I don't know how many bad first halves we had this season. So kind of flipped on our head and, and Kevin dropped that a little bit, you know, in the locker room kind of, Hey, you know, we need to, we need to pick, you know, we need to pick it up this half. And, uh, you know, the guys rose to the challenge and, and, you know, obviously the score reflects that there were a lot of mistakes and, uh, you know, a lot of stuff we need to polish as we go forward because we're really about to run the gauntlet here. And, you know, everyone's doing Like I said last week, man, it's the freaking SEC. Like, everyone, no one's going to lay down, and especially, you know, a team like Vandy. Apparently, that we're like rivals. Yeah. So they, I mean, hey, they've won that game uh, more than more than almost people like to admit. You know, I mean, they've, they've, uh, they've pulled that off. I can remember in uh, – 2008, my first year on the beat, the year that uh, Ole Miss went to Florida and beat Tim Tebow and them. The week before they beat Tim Tebow, they lost at home to Vanderbilt. I mean, you know, um, they they Vanderbilt's come in and, and beaten Ole Miss with uh, good teams. I mean, two of the last three trips to Nashville, I think, were losses. You know, so you can you can go there and get beat, and and they've yeah. had they've had just enough success against Ole Miss, frankly, where they. I'm sure they something they preach in their in their meetings all week. Yeah. Hey, Vanderbilt's won this game. We can win this game. Let's go and that kind of thing. And I thought you saw that energy from them. I was about to say you could see the energy. Coach talked about that during the week. He said, "Look, these guys don't play sad. Like they got juice. They when they make plays, they got. I mean, they, you watch tape against Bama, and you know it's apparent in the third quarter they're kind of out of the game, whatever. And you don't see any drop off, none. Like the guys are juiced and." So I was just interested to kind of see how we played it. I, I think that the whole BYOJ thing is a little bit less relevant for me because I, I'm used to playing. You know, I played I played at FIU in front of like literally probably 150 people. Um, I played some some flat games, and so you know, for some for you know some of these guys, it's 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 kind of changing pace and not norm for me. It's Kind of, it was a little bit more run of the mill, but uh, you know, proud of how we responded. And and every week, it just feels like things are popping up for us to learn from and to get better at. And so, um, I'm encouraged, uh, still encouraged to see what more we can fix and correct this week. You know, going to this game and you know what I've heard about this game and kind of a similar thing where Auburn's kind of had our number in and out a couple of years, uh, you know, prior same thing with Vanderbilt, just kind of one of those games that um, there's, 
you know, like every SEC game, anyone can win. So yeah, it's such um, a weird look. Frankly, like the early lines came out today, and I saw one was Ole Miss minus 14, one was Ole Miss minus 15. And I'll, I'll be honest, I was like, man, that is so strange to look at. You know, Ole Miss yeah. favored by that much against Auburn because Auburn has dominated the series. Um, We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. I think in the last 20 some odd years, Ole Miss has maybe won five, five of those games, you know, and Auburn's, uh, Auburn's won the other ones. Um, I, don't, I, I kind of felt for you guys, tell me if I'm wrong, I kind of felt for you guys that uh, it was probably, in some ways, moving forward, big picture, a good thing that you went through some adversity. That, yeah, I mean, you look you look at, like, the adversity that we just had as a team, kind of the different games that we've had up and down and, you know, trying to put together complete games. You can look at it one way where you're like, oh, man, you know, this is frustrating or that's frustrating. Or you can look at it as like, hey – you know, we've had an opportunity to go here. We have an opportunity to go here. We've had a slow start. We've had a slow finish. You know, we've played down in our competition. We played above our competition. Um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that too with the transfer, um, you know, kind of group that we brought in. I'm hoping that this continues to mesh us as a unit. Um, you know, because you you don't have there's lost time where, where guys you know didn't you know grow up in the same program for four years and experience this and that. And so um, for us to kind of go through the different stuff that we're going through the adversity and stuff. I'm hoping that continues to bring us, you know, together as a, as a unit and a team. So this show also brought to you by Liston and D's. It's a full service uh, law firm <laughs> in Ridgeland, Mississippi focuses on complex civil litigation. Liston and D's clients include individuals, businesses, and state governments throughout the United States. Um, 
Matt Jones got a late touchdown. He's a guy that, I mean, he's in a room where obviously Quinshawn Judkins is in there. Zach Evans is in there. When he's healthy, Ulysses Bentley the fourth is in there. That is a talented room. Um, how how cool was that as a teammate to see him get to score and kind of get his moment to shine there? Yeah, dope. He's my neighbor, uh, which is super cool. Uh, and then um, you know, he's from Jackson, so he's he's you know with the Listons and 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 Ely and those guys, and um, so kind of been one of my uh buddies you know from a distance we don't hang out a ton but one of my one of my buddies in the facility a lot you know we spend a lot of time together in the facility um and so to, to get to see someone like that who works you know just as hard as everybody else um you know and, and it is in a room that is so crowded where you know sometimes you feel like oh man you know i don't know if they even see me um you know from what coach said after the game um you know he just say hey look i look at all the film and I've been super happy with what Matt's been doing. We gave him an opportunity. He rose to the occasion. And um, just that's that's something special. That's something that Matt will, you know, never forget. And, and you know, something cool for him to take away for the rest of his life. And so to, to be on the field for that and to be able to encourage my teammates like that. Or like J.J. getting a sack at Georgia Tech. I just love, you know, when guys work hard and do things the right way and then get rewarded, um, you know, for their hard work. It just makes me happy because – I know how hard some of these guys work and, and you don't always feel like you're, um, you know, even from, you know, personally, you know, you, you, you know, you work really hard and, and, you know, you feel like maybe this isn't painting out or that's not painting out. And rather than sitting and feeling bad, you just continue to wait and wait. And uh, so for, for that to pay off for these guys really, really genuinely makes me happy. It was awesome. So I was really pleased. Speaking of, yes, I hear. Um, speaking of, <laughs> Speaking of guys that you've gotten to see pay off, uh, your quarterback a year ago at, at Western Kentucky, and maybe he was for more than that, uh, uh, Bailey Zappi, got the spot <laughs> on Sunday for the uh, yeah. Patriots. He, he uh, led them to a pretty convincing win over the Detroit Lions. Um, I don't know. That's gotta, there's got to be a certain degree of pride for you in that, that, that you blocked for him. You were, his, you were his right tackle for, what, at least one season, maybe more than yeah. that. Just just one, he came in. He was transferred from Houston Baptist. But, uh, you know, me and my dad were actually talking about it yesterday. How cool, you know, in my career, someone never take away that, you know, I, I protected that dude for like 850 pass snaps. And, uh, you know, I know he he loved me and me and Cole, his left tackle and his whole line. Uh, good kid. You know, one of those, another one of those people that worked hard and went to Houston Baptist and was overlooked and went to the draft and was overlooked and, you know, got his opportunity and is making the most of it. And uh, <clears throat> I'm not surprised. I texted him earlier this week and, um, you know, kind of prodded and poked him about it because I was like, hey, man, I picked you up on my fantasy team. Should I start you? You know, what's the word? You know, kind of joking. And, um, you know, he's just so humble. He's like, you know, man, I'm just working hard and, um, you know, making making the most of it every day. And I, we play uh, Call of Duty a lot. And I said, uh, you know, going in, you know, could you equate that to Call of Duty terms? And he said, it's like, it's like being the last man on your team and fighting 20 guys at once, that kind of crazy. And I was like, That's, that sounds pretty crazy. But uh, no, so happy to see him succeed and to, uh, to have just played a little part in, um, you know, his career is, is something that I'll be able to take away forever. And, and obviously, um, you know, fills me with, with joy seeing him score, just like Matt Jones or anything like that. I love, I love seeing, uh, you know, my peers and the people that I work hard with succeed. It, it gives you a good, happy feeling. So, When you were playing with him last year, did you think, hey, this is an NFL quarterback? <laughs> we always joked with him, me and my roommate, that he's too slow. 
Um, but no, pretty early on, um, I was like, this kid is different. And it was, it was his ability to read the field, honestly. Um, you know, he, he's got good arm strength and he was really smart with his passes didn't turn the ball over a whole lot, but just his ability to audible out of stuff, uh, you know, and coverages so quickly, um, and put us all in the right position. Um, and he just never really panicked. Uh, he was always very composed. He reminded me of my high school quarterback. Who's the same way? Played as a sophomore and went took us to state, and um, he just was always composed, never really freaked out, and, and you know knew what to call and knew where to put us up. So pretty early on, uh, I knew he was probably going to break some records, and then um, just watching him play and going back and watch the tape, I'm like, dang, dude, I don't know how he saw this safety cover over and and the whole defense rotate like this and knew to slip the receiver back. He's just really bright kid, so and a hard worker too, really hard worker. So that that paid off clearly. We'll start to wrap up here with Mason in a second. First, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with the challenge in life. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem-solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. I've used therapy as a way to handle stress, clear negative thoughts. It was a life-changer for me. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable. It's entirely online. You can get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey, and you can switch therapists anytime you like. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can help get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com MPW today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash MPW. Is your dog getting excited about the cooler weather? I mean, it's still warm, but like there's little hints of, of cold. Like not, not Alaska or the Iditarod. Or <laughs> Is she starting to like get a little more spunky she's she's getting a little bit more more husk husky to her i'm i'm stoked i i'm so i love mississippi and i'm happy to be here but i'm i'm ready for the thick air that i have to cut through with my hand to get out of my door to be over with so i'm happy to uh experience some breeze for once sit on my porch so you're a texas guy it's hot there too all the time listen it's dry in texas it's here it is thick the air is thick it is hard to breathe texas is just like you don't even want to step foot outside because you feel like you're gonna melt but here is like that's a different kind of heat so uh brother lives in Katy now and and, now listen there's different texas is a big state and there's enough Houston gets kind of thick. That's it's, a different kind of Houston's gross. worse. Mm. It's worse than here. Oh no, I've I've heard horrible things about Houston. No, if it's Houston, but I've heard horrible things about the Houston weather. Uh I've heard it is no bueno. And when I've been down there for, you know, select games and whatever, I I've not had a blast. So just uh I'm complected for like uh the north, you know, more Nala. Um my family's all like Norwegian and 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 northern. Um, made for the snow and sled dogs and whatnot. So uh, <laughs> the heat is definitely not super kind to me. I turned into a lobster in the summer. So, so are you going to go back to Texas after after all your colleging is over, or do you do you do, might you experience go go north to see what the weather's like? Uh, dude, there? I don't know. I've been thinking a lot. You know, kind of still want to see how everything pans out and uh, depend on if I want to train and you know still still take a take a jab at the NFL. But I've I've kind of been thinking about traveling um you know i've been doing football and and been tied to football for so long i kind of really haven't done anything uh creative or like unique you know i've just been which has been like 
I'm not complaining at all. I like it's such a unique opportunity to be able to play college football, but I want to travel. Like now that I've mastered my fear of flying, um, thanks to college football, <laughs> I, I, I want to, uh, you know, travel overseas and, and, you know, go to Europe or like Japan or something and just, um, you know, take a trip and, and do something cool like that. So the fear um, of flying is a new thing. Were you, you were afraid of flying before you got to West. Oh Park? my gosh. Have we not talked about this? Oh, we've never talked about this. <laughs> my freshman year of college i like wanted to ride on the equipment bus because i hated flying so much i'd set a timer for the whole flight and i would like hold on to the dude i no, really? i you can ask any of my former teammates if you ever run into them i hated flying like held on the seat the whole time closed my eyes detested it but over the over four years i've finally gotten over it and now i don't really care that bad so um, do you relax on flights now or do you listen i've i've formulated a whole i've formulated a whole plan on how i fly i have a whole strategy with the gum and the headphones and the, <laughs> if i sleep when i sleep and what i eat i've i've i can write a book on my flight mastery so that's what uh-huh. i might do i might go up north and write a book on how to fly so, there you go you can oh. move move to michigan and write about <laughs> move to michigan and write about flying sounds <laughs> great mm. <laughs> um all right well we will uh we'll let you go there Ole miss and uh and auburn saturday 11 a.m um when we get back next week for the mason brooks show we'll look back on the auburn game and we'll uh, look ahead to a game in a a venue that I love to go to, Tiger Stadium in Baton Rouge. It's, it gets hot there too. Uh, get, the air gets really thick in Baton Rouge, uh, along with other things that get really thick in Baton Rouge. <laughs> this place is crazy. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that next week on uh, the Mason Brooks Show. Don't forget, we're brought to you by the Rogue. It's forty-four fifty I fifty-five minutes <laughs> in Jackson or the Rogue.com. So for Mason Brooks, I'm Neil McCready. Until next time, take care. Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So... At four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable. It's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.